0: Hello, welcome back to the Sunday Edit Podcast. My name is Maggie and I'm with my co-host, Faith. Hi. And uh, welcome to the summer. It's July. Crazy. Actually, it's almost the end of July, which is wild.
1: Right. We've missed a lot.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like um, the summer has been flying by. And you were just here in Colorado, which was amazing. And Mm -hmm. something that we tend to do... Is if I'm about to see you, or if we've just seen each other, we tend to not talk as in intensely or intentionally as often. Both, both, um, for whatever reason. And I'm gonna see you. We're gonna see each other at the end of August, so I feel like we have a lot to catch up on.
1: Yeah, we definitely do that. It's like when I see you, I'm like, oh well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We just don't talk, and then I feel it like. Maybe a week or two weeks in, I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Like I gotta talk to my girl. So what's new? First of all, your hair looks so good. It's (laughs) getting long. long? It's
0: like, it's like full.
1: Stop. Yeah, it's good. I'm obsessed. She's Mm -hmm. she needs to get longer. Honestly, after seeing the Barbie movie and seeing Margot Robbie's hair like platinum blonde, I got a little itch, you know? I was like, (gasps) ooh to go blonde oh. but I don't okay. know I don't know if we can imagine I think I could it's just well I do who would she be though color. different I feel like when you're blonder the personality switches up yeah and I don't I don't know it could be scary. <laughs> how scary <laughs> maybe I... we keep that girl in the box <laughs> yeah yeah maybe
0: yeah or have fun whatever who cares you
1: <laughs> or do just it. do it send it who cares um thank you love that appreciate that um yeah I saw you in at the end of May June I wasn't even home like I was in New York for work for the first half of the month and then I went to Hawaii for the last half of the month and I just was not present and then July um it's been a busy summer but it's been good it's been like filled with work social things um, different activities, planning a birthday party. I've been like knee deep in planning my mom's 60th birthday, which uh, I love that you invited me to, by the way. Of course of course, I did. That was so
0: cute. I almost like looked up flights. I was like, what if I just did a little surprise?
1: But I couldn't. Yeah. I figured, but work. I was like, send my girl an invite. So wait, the party um, already happened? No, the party is August 5th. Oh, got it. And your birthday's August sixth, sixth. Yes. Don't ask me where I got second. Yeah. Your birthday's August sixth, um, which is kind of close. So I had a feeling you might not be able to make it. Yeah. Not to say Sad. you have any
0: plans for your birthday. I don't actually. Right. But I I don't ever really plan anything for my birthday. I feel like my friends do that. Like they like plan things, like, oh, we're going to do this, whatever. And I'm kind of like,
1: oh, yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. um Yeah, I'm a last-minute planner. Like, when you spent my birthday with me last year, and we planned to go to Disneyland, like, what, two weeks maybe ahead of time? Yeah. Like, it was very not planned. But any Um July has been – June and July has been stupid busy, but it's been good. It's been a good busy. Um, Nice. What about you? How's your summer been?
0: Yeah, my summer has been great, honestly. I feel like I've been doing so many fun things. And um, I originally was going to try to get, like, do, like, some side things or do something with design because I'm off for the summer for school. And now, the summer is almost gone, and you and I are taking a trip at the end of August. And school starts up second week of September. So, I just decided, you know what? I'm gonna fill up my weekends and my weeknights and just like have fun, do the things. So, it's been amazing, honestly. I've got I bought a paddleboard, so much fun. Um, I went camping this last weekend with a girlfriend, and it was a great time.
1: You lived a very
0: granola weekend. Yes, I really did. You would have hated it.
1: Um, No, I can granola for like 24 to 48 hours.
0: Okay. After that,
1: take me back.
0: Okay, that's fine. We'll go camping at some point. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of, that's kind of it. I like went out last night on a Tuesday. I was going to
1: say, I got a text. Let me check what time I received this text because it was early. Well, I I think that I,
0: I sent it to you this morning, didn't I? 4.44 a.m.
1: Your time, which is 5.50.
0: Yeah. Well, that's because I have to get, be at work by 6.30. Okay. I wake up at 5.30. Anyways, but when I... I had only...
1: initially, when I initially woke up, I thought you were just, like, my brain was like, 4 a.m. Like, is she just getting home? No. I left the city at midnight,
0: which is very late for me. I am Thank not you. 21. um. <laughs> so, yeah. It was a good time. Went to a piano bar.
1: Ooh. I would that love... That led into,
0: like, dinner, which led into bar hopping and...
1: Whatever. That's great. All the things. Did you? You didn't go to the whiskey row.
0: I wanted to, and they were like not about it. I had to convince the guys to even like we wanted to go dancing, and they were like not into it. Rude. And so they're like, no, that's too far away. We need to go somewhere closer. Whatever. So well,
1: you have to say hi to our friend. I do. I do. What's his name? We never got his name. Well,
0: we not not the blonde guy, but
1: the other guy. Oh.
0: Oh. It's like it's like Eduardo.
1: Right. He might be I on the I think it is that. Right.
0: Shout out to him.
1: Shout out Eduardo. <laughs> yeah. Who what a refused great guy. to give us the other guy's name? Right. It's fine. Well, no, no, I'll he didn't pack. know his name. He was like I just started here. I actually oh, don't know the other yes. guy's name. Yes. So yeah, much that fun. trip to Denver was full of of things.
0: Yes. There was a lot going on. It was fun. There's, I We didn't sleep. No, I I was tired after that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> me too. But a good tired. But a good tired. Yeah. I think the next time, because in August we're going to Portland, Maine, and I cannot wait. I'm so
1: excited. Everyone, everyone keeps asking me why. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to Maine at the end of the month. I've never had so many people say why. <laughs> right it's so right why not
0: even the book that we're reading in my book club it's um called happy place by emily henry and the reason i picked it was because it's based in maine so it's like perfect maybe i should read it yes you should is it good i've i'm not even done with chapter one Hmm. we're slacking yeah but it's because i'm now living this like i don't say no so now I'm just kind of doing things. So that's a risky go, season, girl. I know, I know it's it's um, but it's fun though. So yeah. I'm gonna watch the Barbie movie at eight thirty, which is very late. I would have preferred it to be like a three p.m., but that's okay. <laughs> I it's fine. Who are you seeing it with? Um, just some girls from my church. Nice. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, to get into today's topic, we're talking about commitment, <laughs> which is a fun topic, I
1: think. Is it? Uh, maybe not. <sighs> I feel like people go to therapy for commitment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know how exciting it is.
0: This, I'm going to give some context for why I want to to talk about this because I Love. brought this subject up to you. Yeah, this is Maggie's request. Yeah. um, And it's out of a place of frustration <laughs> because I threw a garden party a few, what was it, like a couple months ago now? Mm-hmm. And I bought tons of picnic tables. I invited like 30 plus women and 18 of them ended up saying yes, which was awesome. And then the day of the party, I'm getting ready. I'm making all the food, whatever. Uh, eight people texted me and said, hey, I'm not going. Eight? That's a eight. That's a eight lot of people. it is a lot. Right. It's different. It's not a big deal if you've invited hundreds of people to your house. Eight's no big deal. But when it's 18 and then all of a sudden there's 10, that's a big difference.
1: Did a lot of them confirm that they were coming beforehand?
0: In- yeah. Oh. Yeah, they confirmed. Um and so I had bought all this food and, you know, whatever. And so it was it just it was really interesting because while it was so fun and a great party, it I also was disappointed at the same time because I had these expectations. And I know that like all disappointment comes from unmet expectations and that's I guess I just had Too high. I don't know. I guess my expectation is that if you say you're going to be there, you're going to be there and you just make it happen. (laughs) You know, (laughs) right. And I mean, some of them had valid excuses, right? If you're sick, obviously. I mean, yeah, get better. Right. But there were like a lot of excuses that were like, "Mm, sorry, that's actually not an excuse. That's just you're being annoying. Right. Straight up.
1: I think there's many ways to go about this topic. Okay. Let's go
0: your way. (laughs) What way are you
1: thinking? Well, one way is you talked about expectations and something that I like was learning kind of like last year is... And I'm not saying this is applying to your situation. I'm just, you said the word expectation and I got inspired. Um, Not necessarily unmet expectations, but unspoken expectations. That's why a lot of people get let down is because they have an expectation that they never said out loud. So people fall short, right?
0: That's so good.
1: And you get mad. You're like, oh my gosh, you let me down. But it's like, where was the verbal communication that that number one, there's two parts. Number one, that that was expected. And number two, that that person agreed to it. So it's not only, it's not like me telling you like, Maggie, I expect you to call me every day. You would have to say, yeah, okay, I agree. And when you don't call me, that's when I am allowed to be let down because you broke our agreement. But if I said that and you were just like um like I don't know, I'm I'm I'll try, I might be busy. There's there's a difference there. Um so I, all this to say is I've been learning a lot about expectations and how honestly, every single one of us put unspoken expectations on people and then we get so let down. I'm not saying this about your party because obviously there was like a spoken like hey, will you yeah. be at my party? Hey, yes, I will be at your party. And then the letdown. Um, And I think in that, like, you're allowed to be let down and it sucks. And I think commitment issues are very real.
0: Yeah. I think they're so real. And I think that they – it's just – I don't know. I think that our generation, millennials and Gen Zs, have just the worst time with it. And – like our parents, for instance, in that generation would, if they commit to something three years from now, they will be there because they've, they're responsible. They put it in their calendar and they don't overbook something. And if they do on accident, they, they're, they say, they like still go to the thing that they said yes to in the first place. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I
1: think with us, we agree to the next best thing. So we'll say yes. yes. And then when something better comes along or we yes. don't agree in anticipation, so we won't we won't agree to going or we won't agree to do something just in case the next best thing pops up and you have that wiggle room to decline last minute and accept last minute.
0: Yes and that is just not how the world should operate in my opinion. <laughs> I think it's very rude. <laughs> because it's true like we we do want the the best possible thing and so and we're also like very based on feelings and our emotions. And so oh, well, I don't feel like it. You know, I don't want to go. Well, I don't care if you don't feel like it. You committed, so go. Like hi, what? <laughs> hi. Um, I don't know, because also like, it's so like, life is so all about me, all about how I feel. How about, you know, how is this going to serve me versus, okay, well, I might not be feeling this, um, you know, um, I don't know. What am I, like, what's a good example? Like, let's say someone is going, is like releasing a book or something and they're having a party. Right. And that's a big deal. So you want to support your friends, but then you like all of a sudden that day you don't feel like it. You don't, "Eh, it's too far. The weather's bad or like, I don't know, name a million excuses. So then you justify it and then it's just like in that moment, like that is not about you. It's about supporting your friend. So like, I don't care how you feel.
1: I would say that is like, I wouldn't classify that as everyone But I do think that there are like a group of people who um, I think that's maybe like a survival tactic of like, I want to make sure that I'm taken care of and I'm okay. I think that's like a self-preservation tactic. Um, I don't necessarily possess that. (laughs) I'm being honest. Like, if I'm tired, I'll go. If I, depending on what it is, like if I, you know, don't feel like it, I'll still go. Um, but I think, Oh yeah.
0: I think that you're very good at that.
1: Yeah. That's thank something
0: you. I, I value in you because you oh. like, you value that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, but, and going on to the opposite spectrum, like no self-preservation whatsoever, like saying yes to everything, over committing, going to everything, supporting everyone. There's an issue there as well. So I think just speaking on balance, um, and I then, and
0: that. my thing too, is it's like, you can like say no all you want. I have no problem right. with that. But let your you no said, be no
1: and your yes be yes.
0: Yeah, girl. Yes. My mom is clapping somewhere hearing this <laughs> because she told, like I was raised, like that was a phrase used over and over and over yeah. again in our house. And yeah. so it's like, I don't have a problem if you say no, that's totally fine. I say no to things all the time. Right. Um, It's just that when you say yes to something, then make sure that you're there. Yeah. And use your calendar. Right. Right. Which I just now started using, so I can't really preach about that because I'm new
1: at that. But it's wonderful. I love it. I'm obsessed. Do you feel like you struggle with commitment issues at all? I would say
0: yes, I think everyone does to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. And this has really made me like I just don't want to be that I want to be somebody that people can rely on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that show up. And I think for the most part I do a fairly good job at that. Um like I went to a birthday party the other week and I felt horrible. I actually think I got a spider bite and I was having like I was having body aches. I just was not okay. There were so many things that were going wrong. Right. And I was like so close to calling out. I was like, you know what? No, I'm going, I'm popping some IBUs and we're doing this. And it was great. And I did. And it was awesome. Um, so I don't know. I think that I'm fairly good at it. Hopefully my friends agree. Activating, yeah, <laughs>
1: They're like, no, actually she's pretty bad. <laughs> no, I would agree. I would say you're pretty good at commitment. Um, yeah. I also think this goes
0: into relationships. This oh, is yeah. why this is why people have commitment issues is because online dating. I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, because you have so the stressful. next best thing at the tip yeah. of your fingers, right? Right. Like, so I go on a date with this guy, and I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe, but, like, there could be somebody better mm-hmm. or something, right? And mm-hmm. so people are constantly looking for the next best thing, whether it's in a person or an experience. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's why, at, at least in Denver, it's actually the hardest city to date in, statistically. Um, I know. And it's so many factors that go into it, but I just think... Um, People are
1: just looking for the next best thing. Yeah. And at some point, you know, there, I think maybe you need to, like, people need to accept that there may always be the next best thing, right? Totally. So are you going to forever chase that or, you know, are you going to not, I don't want to say settle because you shouldn't settle for less, but, um, you know, if it feels good, just stay put, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause there's always going to be somebody
0: hotter or richer or more successful or, uh, you know, right. whatever better dogs. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think if you're constantly chasing that
1: that's a problem. Yeah. I'm wondering and this is random. If co- no. Well, I think maybe in in under the umbrella of relationships, the correlation between commitment and loyalty. Right. <laughs> um like are you a t- are you saying like are they the same well I guess I'm I, I guess I was thinking about myself I'm like oh am I committed I'm like well I'm loyal and is not the same thing like if you're loyal aren't you committed but then I don't know <laughs> I think I think so if you're let's see let's yeah. dissect shall we <laughs> sorry I if just you're
0: loyal then you're committed if you're committed then you're loyal. Do both of those go together like that?
1: I don't think so, actually, now that I think about it. I think commitment doesn't require any, like, heart feelings towards it. I can commit to something and feel dead about it. Yes, I can commit to watering the plants. I hate watering plants. Girl, same. But being loyal, I think there's, like, a – there's a uh, piece of emotion there of, like, this desire – to want to be there
0: yeah because like I'm loyal to our friendship right I like you're stuck with me until the day that we die right whether you like it or not (laughs) I'm very loyal to that but I'm not committed to calling you every single day right so yeah I guess they're different but they're they are under the same umbrella they're
1: similar same same but different same same but different Anyways, it uh, just got me on a rabbit trail, but it wasn't like a bad it. one.
0: No, it wasn't a bad one.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I don't know.
0: I just because um, I texted you the day after the party and I was like pissed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. we need to talk about this. And then one of my friends, she threw a party and kind of the same thing happened mm. where and I could tell she was disappointed, mm. even though it was a good time. Yeah, even though we were having fun, and that's something also that I find really interesting is how do you how do you deal with disappointment in happy times?
1: Hmm. Um, a it's question. so interesting,
0: right? Like, I and I don't know. I I don't know the answer.
1: I think I used to think that those two things couldn't coexist. I'm either disappointed or I'm happy the two things can't coexist. And I learned that that's not true. Life is more complex than that. Things are happening in different spheres of our life. I could be disappointed in my friendship with this person, but really happy with my f- friendship with this person, you know? So it's like the two can coexist. Um Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know much to say on it really, but I think letting them coexist is okay. Um, also having perspective on like, what are you disappointed about? Like, is it, Oh, I'm disappointed that this person didn't show up, but it's like, okay. Like in the grand scheme of things, was it a good time? Um,
0: I forgot who said this,
1: but it was like, somebody said, if it's, if you won't be bothered by it in 10 minutes, don't worry about it at all. If you'll like, if it's a, if it's going to bother you though for the next 10 years, then you know, have at it. But it's like, it's that saying of, you know, if this isn't going to bother you like 10 minutes from now, then just get over it.
0: Right. Don't be offended. Well, that's a thing too. It's like, you can't be offended, which I go through seasons where I'm like super not offended at all, yeah. which is probably the seasons where I'm closer to Jesus. And then I'll go through seasons (laughs) where I'm very offended, even though I claim to not be offended. And those typically are the seasons where I have not been spending time with the Lord, right? (laughs) Yeah. Let me just call myself out right now. That's good. good.
1: That's good.
0: (laughs) And so I think, I think that is good to know, like, okay, I'm easily offended right now. What is that saying? Like, why, where is that coming from? And I do think that it, I mean, yeah, you have to be able to live through disappointment in the good times. Because you're right. Like, they do coincide. They do exist together. hmm And I think as, as we get older, it's also realizing it's, yeah, I mean, exactly what you said. Like, you just got to let some things go at the end of the day, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think just touching on offense, I think offense has been. I don't know if I'd use the word celebrated, but it's been more outwardly spoken these days, you know, that like you're offended by something. I'm offended by what you said. I'm offended by what you're wearing. I'm offended by this movie. I'm offended. I feel right. like that wasn't really a thing a couple. I literally never used the word offense till up yeah, until because like four years ago.
0: <laughs> right. Because everybody is so outspoken on social media and they feel like they can just let it go, like, let it rip to whoever. About being offended versus like, so like if you say something on social media and I am super offended by it, I could just rip you a new one on there. Like, oh my goodness. Right. But I, in person, would I actually say that to you?
1: Probably not.
0: Because I'd be too scared.
1: Well, maybe to me you wouldn't. Uh Uh-huh. What? You would be scared to say something to me?
0: Um, no. No, no, no. Not to you. Not. Come on. No, I was like,
1: too. we need to have a, a separate private conversation. No, no, no. I feel very
0: good about talking to you about anything really. Right. <laughs> and you just don't <laughs> piss me off. So.
1: Well, that's good for me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Right. That's
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't piss me off. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> good, 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 good. Good, good, good. But, um. I loved that when you and I were living together and we were um, working for Circuit Riders, we learned a lot about being unoffendable because we were in the the um, business of people, right? We were talking to people every day. We were working with them. Deleg- you know, we were doing so many things. And it's like when you work with people, which we all do in this life, right? So it's not to say that there's the people business. Everyone's in the people business. Um, it it's so easy to get offended by just absolutely anything. Like I, if I actually really sit here and think about it, I get offended. Like I would say almost daily, almost, almost, I don't act on it and I don't let it fester. So that's, that's what I've learned to do is even like my own family can offend me. And it's so easy, especially with family, to just let that sit and fester and you get all mad about it. But I think what I loved learning is it's okay to be unoffendable. Like it's okay for someone to say something to you or about you and let it go. Like no- like nothing's going to happen. You will actually be okay. Um, and you'll sort of be the better for it by letting that go. Um, so I love that you and I sort of got that, like, understanding and teaching at the same time. Because as an adult, that has helped me so much. So much. Yeah. Yeah, that's good.
0: Um, I would agree with you. I get offended. I get offended daily for sure. Um, but same. Like, I don't act on it. And I honestly don't really... Th- I don't dwell on it. Right. It's like something will happen and then I'll get kind of like triggered in my brain or something. And then I'll be like, okay, whatever. Right. Um, and because most things just aren't worth like bringing up or fighting over. And so like, I'm not going to fight someone over dumb things. It's like, whatever. Great. Think what you want. Yeah. I'm going to think what I want. (laughs) Yeah. And I think also, I think maturing is realizing that you don't have to win every argument. And I don't have to prove myself to anyone, and I don't have to, and they don't need to prove themselves to me, you know. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of like let's just agree to disagree and then move on. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's
1: definitely maybe. <laughs> Throws the maybe in. Maybe. I don't know. What do I know? What do I know? Um. But yeah, back to just commitment. Letting our yeses be yes and our no's be no's. um, I think that is key to
0: success in life, (laughs) in making friends. Right. I will say, I do have a story real quick. So, because I was talking about this to my brother and his girlfriend, my brother um, being the one, Ian, on the podcast earlier, and... They were saying how, because they both live in in Orange County in L.A., um, and they get invited to some parties with some friends, whatever, and they were telling me about um, this one friend who's a singer, and he had, like, a a big show, and it was, like, his first show or something like that. It was a big deal, and he invited all of these people. It wasn't a super big venue or anything. It wasn't, like, you know, anything crazy, but... Um, just like, you know, whatever, I don't know, 50 people or something. And they showed up and they, when they got there, they found out that his, like some of his closest friends didn't show up. And I think like a week later or something, they had been talking to people or whatever. And the guy was like, so grateful that they showed up. And he was like, yeah, you guys like really show up every single time. Like, you don't just say you're going to be there and you don't flake like you talking actually, about
1: Ian and his girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Like they actually show up to places mm-hmm. and they are like consistent and they don't flake out. Um, and they go and they support other people and like what, you know, they love to do and whatever. So they like are kind of, they were kind of like starting to become known for the people who like show up. Hmm. Isn't that sad that you like, that, that stands out to people? Yeah. So that's just like another example and people really feel it, you
1: know? Yeah. I think showing up is half the battle, you know? And that is even in regards to showing up for yourself or whatever. Mm. Um, Showing up is half the battle, but to a lot of people, that's like, that's everything is you came, you supported, you showed your face, right. or you said yes, and you actually came and you meant it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it. I think it's just a gesture to say that you care about the other person um, when you show up. So Yeah, and
0: even when something else better comes along. Because that does happen, right? Like, you know... We're supposed to go get coffee, and then um, Drake decides to call me and is like, hey, you want to go get dinner? <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> That's drop That's a horrible me. example. Drop and me don't.
1: instantly. Or ask if you can bring a friend.
0: I'd come. Good. There you go.
1: I don't listen to Drake.
0: I don't know anything about him. I just... He came to my mind because one of my friends really loves him. But that's an example.
1: That's a really extreme that's example. That's this terrible example because I'd be like, drop me right now.
0: Yeah, you're right. Okay, so just pick someone less famous.
1: or Okay, how about this? You okay. and me agree to a catch-up over coffee. We haven't seen each other forever. Okay. A guy who you haven't talked to in a while messages you and be like, Hey, are you free tonight? Shoot. Yeah. I'd be like, shoot. no, I'm so sorry. But you'd, you'd be slightly torn because you'd be like, oh, shoot, the guy wants to hang. Yes, I would be torn 100%.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and at the same time, I would hope that I would choose to honor <laughs> you in our time. And,
1: and I hope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So right we can't yeah. say for sure what you would choose no but because don't. also you know i want to get married you know so like what if that it was depends the on the guy honestly if you told me which guy was i'd say sh- yes or no yeah that's true no really though in all seriousness
0: i'd be like no i'm so sorry i'm busy that night what about a different night because yeah. that is just the right thing to do and i'll look in my little calendar and i'll see oh okay i'm free thursday night let's go out you you yeah. decide what we're doing so that's a good example and I would still choose you. Mm-hmm.
1: And thank you.
0: You're welcome. Being chosen.
1: I think going back to relationships there is I think something so attractive with someone who isn't free all the time. Like yes. if you just canceled your plans with me to hang out with that guy and you did that all the time, you're always free, you know like you're always available for him. I think there's something so attractive in being like, "Oh my god, so sorry, I'm busy." So yes, because you, you actually have, have a, life. a life. Yes. So commitment is actually attractive. Yes. You're not always available.
0: Wow. That's wow. good. That is a good nugget right there. Mm. It's true because I don't want a guy that's just like, yeah, I'm free any day of the week, all mm-hmm. day, every day, whatever. I'm like, okay, well, what's wrong with you? Like, do you right. not have a social life? Do you not have hobbies? Yeah. Like I want like fit me into your schedule don't drop your schedule for me.
1: Right. Right. Is that good right. logic? Yeah. Well, I think it's also attractive when someone has a life, they have friends, they have hobbies, they're committed to sustaining their friendships, sustaining their hobbies, sustaining time with their family. That's also really important. It's like, are you sometimes I'll be like, no, sorry. I just want to hang out with my mom tonight, you know, cause yeah. that relationship is important and I want to continue to build it. Um, So, like, not neglecting your life to be available. That's the problem with undercommitting. Yeah. Dang. Dang. Shoot. Shoot.
0: Yeah, I mean, it makes me just want to be a better person in this area of my life. And it makes me want to, like, also have, like what you said earlier, like, have boundaries with myself, too. Like, there are some days I just want to be alone. And that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Or I want to go do whatever brings me life by myself or, or something. And so I think people also have a lot of FOMO and I can speak from experience. Like I have so much fear of missing out, right? Like I don't want to miss out on the conversations, on the memories, on the experiences. And that's, I think everyone has that, right? That makes sense. Um, But realizing that the world is going to continue spinning without you (laughs) and It's okay if you're not the center of attention. It's okay that you're not there all the time making those core memories, whatever. And I think that that's something that everyone kind of has to like learn and struggle through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I agree. I feel good about it. I feel good about it too. So everyone, be better. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just
1: kidding. In the wide wor- wise words of Margaret. Just be better. Just be better. Yeah. Um, but it's good. I think for me, I don't think my struggle is under committing. I think probably I could work on my overcommitment or lack thereof. Sometimes I'm like someone will ask me to do something and I just won't answer until like the last possible second. Cause I'm like, I just genuinely don't know. Like right yeah. now when you, when you're asking me right now, I genuinely don't know. I don't want to say yes. Cause then I'm flipping committed. I don't want to say no. And then, you know, change my mind. So I, I kind of need to work on that. Cause I think, I don't know if committing last minute is bad or like giving your answer last minute is bad, but maybe I have to just figure that out.
0: I think yes and no. Um, yeah cuz I deal with the same thing. I definitely like I'll like if someone texts me about something, I'll read it and I'm the worst because then I have full intention of replying and like figuring it out, but I actually want to think about it and then I'll just like forget. And then I'm like, "Oh shoot, I've totally forgot to reply to da 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 about this certain thing." Yeah. And then they're kind of like, "So, what's going on? Like <laughs> is it a yes or a no or something?" And that's definitely something I need to work on. Yeah. Oops.
1: Turns out we're not perfect. Well, we're getting all, better, Maggie. You know? Yeah. We are getting better. We need oh, you need to do you're, better. You're
0: frozen. We need to do better. Sorry, your screen. I just did not hear you for like the last ten
1: seconds. Oh, it's Rose up. All right. Well, I'm just gonna take that out, mate. Or I was gonna <laughs> I'm
0: just gonna cut that bit out. Chop, chop it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I met an Australian last night. Really? Yeah, she was a singer
1: named Felicity. Not a he. he. That's unfortunate. No, not a he. Very unfortunate, mate. Very. Not to worry. To worry.